the city of Corvosa, largest in all of Verigia, oldest of the Chelish colonies, and about to be gripped by the jaws of misfortune, evil, and death. Turmoil stirs upon the crimson throne that rules over the city, and anarchy and crime threads a burst forth in a flood upon its streets. Four souls that have been brought together by the ghost of revenge may be the city's only hope. RPG MP3 presents Paizo's Curse of the Crimson Throne. We're on. Hello. Hey. Hello. Here. Wait. Everyone is here and happy. We totally did not have a whole bunch of technical difficulties that were very frustrating. Oh no. And of course not. And of course, since I did cut the last time into the bones. Yes. Uh, And since last time I did cut off too early, the group leveled up. It is now level two. Woo! And you level had two. you had um, finished off the crime lord Gadrin Lamb. You had then emerged into Corvosa, which was tearing itself apart with riots and mobs and brutal, brutal hell knights dispensing horrific justice. And a whole bunch of other stuff's happening. Fair enough. You ran into a sergeant of the city watch who appeared to have abandoned his post for some binge drinking. And you decided to take him back to Zalara's uh, where he's currently passed out on a couch or something. And thankfully not on Sylvia. Very much thankfully. Yes. Um... And yeah, so you're in the house no longer. The nice, warm, cozy place. Now, um, several weeks empty and abandoned. The wall hangings are no longer there. And yeah, you're basically resting. So, um, it becomes the morning. You guys feel more experienced and stuff. Sylvia, you get to, you have a moment to commune with Newton and your patron, and prepare spells. What spells would you like to prepare this one? Um. So. I do want to get Cure Light Waves. Okay, so remember, you get three level ones, and four level zeros, so you'll actually get to pick an extra level zero spell to prepare today. I will have to look into that. <laughs> because, wow. Um. I do know how to th- I get three level ones. Correct the mundo. Okay. Um, I want pure light wounds and click light wounds and um peace bond. All right. So um, now this is one thing I noticed you did a couple sessions ago. Um. There, use just the little column to the right of them and just put numbers there. And when you cast a spell, delete the number, not the name of the spell. Okay. So put a one beside cure, one beside inflict, and one beside peace bond. 
And if you want, you can come back to that level zero, because it's only level zero. I get four of those? You get four. Um, but do you, do you want to keep the three you've been preparing prior to this? That's what I was going to look at. Okay. Oh, that just sounds horrible. Call the stabilized creature to resume dying. <laughs> wow. Basically, yes. Um, so you've all kind of made do either with bedrolls or what furniture is left here. Um, who would be up first? Would it be Sylvia or would it be... I'd probably have to get up because Newton needed to go outside or eat or... Yes. Chewed on my bed wrong. Newton is squeaking at you with an <laughs> emphatic um, symbol that need to go outside. Have little pellets outside. Do lizards have pellets or what? I don't know. I do not know lizard feces. I'm assuming pellets. Sounds right. So then, you'll kind of see groaning um, is growl soldado on the couch, a beam of light, unfortunately, in his eyes, and he's just, oh, kill me now. He seems to be suffering from a mother of all hangovers. Ooh, Christ. And Water. Yeah. Ooh, I hope water still works. There. I'm hoping it does, and I'm going to go start the faucet. Not really a faucet. More of a go to the well in the center of the town and get some Ooh. water out of it. That'll be fun. Newton, you're with me. I have to leave a note, though. I'm leaving it up for, for the others to wake up and find out. Okay. Brunsk is kind of just sitting by one of the windows, just cradling an empty bottle of label says brandy on it <laughs> hi birds mm. oh hello apple brandy yes apple brandy hello magic friend is fighter still outside he kind of takes a look at the window hmm just see smoke looks good day Yeah? Uh, hey, I'm going to go down to the well and pick up some water. Need Brunsk to help? Brunsk very strong. Pull bucket up very fast. Well, I may need Brunsk to uh, protect me from, you know, mayhem. Okay, Brunsk go with protect. Brunsk, good bodyguard. Perfect. Alright. So you step out into the streets... It appears that, um, for the most part, it's... Sunshine Pacific, was it? Was that? What was that? I didn't hear that. Neither. What did you say? I didn't hear that. Well, uh, as long as you're specific with them. Ah, oh, specific with them. Good. Yes. <laughs> as long as you are pacific with him. Specific, maybe. Specific? Pacific? I don't know what Pacific means other than an ocean. Anyway, 
Uh, it, it seems that either through general exhaustion or the efforts of the Hell Knights, City Guards, and Sable Company, some amount of order seems to have been restored to the cities. Um, you do hear the occasional shout, but it's nowhere near as bad. And for the most part, you just see occasional spots of remainders of smoke instead of actual fires blazing around. That being said, as you're kind of walking to the street, by the well you can see that there's a rather um, disheveled-looking person, wild hair all over his place. He's holding a sign saying that Corvosa will burn, and he's basically going around um, scaring away quite a few of the people. And he says, Oh, the eye of Grotus has turned from the boneyard to look upon Corvosa. The end days are here. There will be sickness and peril during Corvosa's darkest hour. And he turns specifically towards, let's say, Brunsk is one, Sylvia is a two. Brunsk! You there, sir! He says as he kind of tosses himself. There's a smell. You can just see these guys covered with, like, lice and a rash and all that. And he's just flinging himself at Brunsk. Um, but Brunsk kind of just pushes him aside. You got to save yourself! We must band together and beg before Grotus before he unleashes the end days upon us. <clears throat> Go away, you smell. Stinky <laughs> man. Ouch. Well? Brunes kind of keeps him occupied, pulls out one of his saps and just kind of keeps him at a few inches length at all, uh, all points. Yeah, you keep that. I'm going to gather up some water. All right. You can easily gather a bucket full. Water's in good supply. Um, and yeah, you're able to make your way back. Good bucket full. No particular problems. Though, streets are still somewhat empty-ish looking. Either people, perhaps, in their homes still, or arrested, maybe. Or just fearful. Uh So, you arrive just in time to see that Grau has found one of the few remaining vases in the place and filled it up. Oh, son of a... (laughs) I feel horrible. I bet you do. Is that water? Yes. Yes, it is. Can I have some? Please? My head's killing me. Fine. However, don't puke in any more vases. Alright. Just, um... Where... Where'd you keep your privy, then? It's right through that door. Okay. Point questionably. (laughs) You point questionably to the room where... Quirz is sleeping! No. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be kind of a weird move that I would do. Uh, Alright. He he takes some water and kind of goes um, into the privy and tries to gather himself together. What about the rest of you? Are you awake? Nope. Can't wake up. What about Kaz? Uh, she's probably up. 
if uh, Brunsk is up, she's probably up. All right. Because, you know, I, I imagine a guy his size is exactly quiet when he walks around the house. It's fair as enough. As tricky as it is. It's fair enough. There's also the fact that he has to, like, put his weapons back on and stuff like that, but yeah. All right. So, after he kind of has a moment to gather himself, Grau kind of exits, and he seems much better. It's like, oh, man. Oh, what happened? Where did you guys get me from? Outside of the bar, you were calling me a name. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Nymph? Nymph? Nephi? Oh. Nephi, yeah, that was it. I, I, I knew girl named Nephi from when I lived in Sandpoint, but, oh, man. I'm oh, sorry. I can't believe what an ass I was last be. night. Just, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's 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 been hard, and then, oh, when the mob started, I just kind of panicked and then went drinking, and oh, man. Field Marshal's gonna be pissed at me. Yeah, that was really, uh, not the best way. I, don't know. I I got gotta thank you guys for taking me out of there. I I gotta I gotta get back to the Citadel and kind of beg for my job basically here. I hope, oh man. But thanks. I owe you guys a solid here. Yeah, just uh, just take it easy on the drink. Yeah. Oh. Believe yeah, me. Uh, don't trip over your stuff. Okay. Believe me, I'm not gonna be forgetting this headache anytime soon. Yeah. And with that, he kind of Good. bids you guys a farewell and exits out. Heading towards the Citadel where the City Watch has their base of operations. Well, that was festive. Great way to spend your morning. Right. I've got water. Cool. I could go some. Brunsk helped with water. Brunsk, good helper. Brunsk is an excellent helper. He even kept the creepy guy away from me. He smelled hot. He smelled pretty bad. Ooh. Was he one of those straight prophet things, or...? You could say that. So, what did you guys do this morning? Got water. All right. Did you get food? I vote for breakfast. All right. Where to? A favorite little tavern of yours? I'm that predictable already, huh? Oh, well, I mean, we got, you know, treasures we could uh, pray for, so. Not that I'm touching the tiara. Or anything. It's a crown. Newton is male. <laughs> crown. Got it. So, are you just planning on trying to buy a loaf of bread and eating here, or going out, or? Sure. Uh, find out a little bit more about what the hell is going on. Okay. Best uh, way to get in is tavern, though. Well, you you can kind of choose your own place to get information. Essentially, you're making a diplomacy check to gather information. 
Are you just trying to figure out what... Ex- well, are you splitting up, keeping together? How are you going about this? I'm going to try to wake up. Shut up. <laughs> Hero man! Bruins knocks on door. We have water and going to get breakfast. Wake up! I'm going to barely glare at the door because I am used to sleeping late. You're, you're, you're what? I'm used to sleeping late. Uh. Come on, smile. Let's go. I get up very slowly, stretch all of my kinks out of the back. You must do exercise in morning with Brunsk to stay strong and good warrior. Come, exercise with Brunsk. And Brunsk then proceeds to bodily grab you and start making you stretch much, much further than you would plan to. Well, well then they get to hear me yelp. Come, uh, stretch limbs. Then comes the running. Don't stretch that way. <laughs> I think this is how it's supposed to go. Well, I'm, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. I'll, I'll stretch later. Let me go. <laughs> Next time I'm getting my own okay. damn room. My own damn tavern room. We go tavern? I think he stretched. Okay. Let's go eat. So. Food! You make your way to a near tavern, and it's pretty empty. And you actually notice a sign while the drinks remain the same price, um, the cost for the meal is basically double at the moment. Easily affordable to you folks. It's, but essentially it's basically like, um, half a gold piece, five silver a person, basically. Just for like basic bread and forage stuff. Wow. Taking it pretty, uh, steeply here, huh? Well, of course. The trade routes have almost, most of the unloaders went on strike. Barely any wheat and stuff getting through. You know how much it costs me just to make this stuff? And now no one's willing to pay the prices for it. Oh, this day is going to be a loss. Probably the next two. Well, are you going to sit down and eat or run out like the rest of them? Well, you need to eat too. I'll have a meal. Oi. Kindly appreciated, miss. Show me in for a meal too. Right. So basically, um, you I, you do have a big bag of silver pieces if you want to just take um, 20 gold out of there, or however you want to pay for this. But How many how many silver pieces is in a gold? Ten? Ten. And how many gold pieces is it going to cost? For all four of you, two gold pieces. Two? I can cover that. As yours, yeah, it's kind of. So now I have thirty-six. But yeah, you're you're brewed a nice strong coffee or tea as you as preferred, and given a thing of bread and some greasy bacon. A typical basic breakfast. 
So, Brunsk is thinking. Brunsk, like you friends, very much. Well, um, be fond of you guys too. Brunsk was thinking, um, Kaz, what Brunsk thinking again? You were hoping that the group stays together. Yes. Work together gets big job. Hmm. Well, I mean, is there anything left for us to... I think that would be good. Now, granted, I wasn't big on part either, but I do owe a, a potion and stuff, so. I think we work well together. As long as someone remembers, I'm a ranger, not a rogue. Yes. We're going to get along just fine, aren't we? <laughs> What else do you guys talk about as you eat together? Or what do you plan to do today? Um, probably going to scope out where the hell the knights went off to. Well, they work with the queen. Well, yes. But are they going to be staying all around the city? Are they going to be just standing near the castles? Are they okay. well, throwing out certain types of people? So is that what you would... So would Quirz like to make a diplomacy check just talking to the people in the tavern about that then? Yes. Plus two. I am too shy to talk to anybody. All right. Um, You you, you talk to at least the tavern keeper who says, Oh, who knows? They're a menace, they are. Far too brutal by half. They probably made things worse than they were to start with. Of course, if what they say about the Queen is true, she might keep them on all the time. Spend all the ki- kingdom's treasury on them. Yeah. I'm going to do a, a outer roll of knowledge nobility check because I just got that skill. Uh-huh. About the Queen. I'm right. fighting stuff like everywhere. Okay. Uh, so yeah, sure. Roll a knowledge nobility check about the Queen. All right. What you know is pretty basic. Um, Of course, she just became the queen recently. Well, um, ruling queen. She married Eodrid II, or Eodrid Eribasti II, king of Corvosa, who was basically a man over twice her age. He was known for his spendthrift ways and stuff, and being, well... Um, let's say he entertained many female courtiers in his chambers each night. Uh, however, she came from the large nation of Cheliacs. Uh, very beautiful. Like, only in her early 20s. Um, possibly like even 19 or something when she married the king. And basically, she essentially uh, got him to get to throw out his harem, more or less. Um, oh, she didn't just kill him. Well, there's... No, the harem. 
She didn't just kill no. the ham. Oh, no, no. He had okay. the king just send them back to the brothel they came from. Um, so there's that. Um, I mean, essentially, she's known very much as well for her love of an extravagant lifestyle and for supposedly being quite public about the fact that she thinks Corvosa is basically a sort of backwater colony city. Um, and um, that's that's generally about it. She's gen- fairly quiet as, as far as things go, mostly sort of spoiled brat, um, gold digger type. So it's not like she's well-loved or anything? Not particularly well-loved. Um, king Eodrid himself was um, commonly referred to as the Sturge King. A Sturge is kind of like a monstrous mosquito almost. Um, he was pretty free with the kingdom's treasury as well on his own pursuits. Um, however, once he married her, a lo- uh, his reputation just went up purely out of the fact that he was better liked than her. <laughs> Are there any heirs? Uh, no. That's why she's the queen. Well, I know, but it could have been that one of However, again, Corvosa um, has quite a reputation of the fact that no um, uh, heir born during a king or queen's reign has taken over the throne. Mm. So it's somewhat not unusual in that regard. Of course, again, there are always rumors that there's a whole bunch of the king's bastards running around. But certainly no official heir. I'd like to do a perception check just to listen around. That's, well, somewhat what diplomacy is. Well. Because otherwise you'll just just hear just random conversations, really. I'm just listening for random conversations. Okay. Perception check. All right. You can hear some of the conversations happening. Most of them are complaining about um, someone or other they know who got hurt in the riots. Some of them buy City Watch or Hell Knights or Sable Company. Others buy other rioters. Other people are saying that they haven't heard from a friend in the other part of the city yet. Um, some people are saying that they, they could have sworn such and such as house burned down. While others are saying, no, it's still standing. It's this person's house that burned down instead. It's a whole bunch of stuff like that. Re- reaction to the sort of anarchy that broke out in the past night and so. Okay. I can't think of any questions. Yeah. I still want to go check out the palace. I wonder why the... Uh, the strike happened. Was it because they were being treated unfairly, or was it... Did they want a pay raise? Oh, right. The the whole chaos. The chaos right. thing happened just after the king got, right? Well, it started... Uh, it kind of started get that way, and then went all the way downhill. All right, uh, make a diplomacy check then to ask about the start of the riots. Oh, my God. 
Alright, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. Lots of people are involved. So basically, the start of it was desperate citizens, salty dock workers, soot-covered smiths, and all manner of tradesmen who already felt stifled by Eodrid's spendthrift reign basically just roared out at the thought of Eliosa taking the throne. Um, the dock workers abandoned the seafront wards and caravan men in the north gates, and frustrated merchant ships and wagon convoys turned around when they could find no one to offload their goods, much less buy them. Um, at that point, basically, it just got worse because the food and other staples, um, the flow was basically cut off. So now there's a whole bunch of people who can't buy um, basic necessities like flowers or, or cooking timber and stuff, and it just kind of blew out of control from there. So, anything else, or just you just want to make plans for what you're going to do? Yeah, I mean, we got the queen who may have killed slash poisoned the king. Angry people. About well, when, when, when you actually kind of ask about, there's all sorts of rumors flying around. Some people think that the king, who has been ailing for quite a while, just took a sudden bad turn. Other people are um, blaming the church of Asmodeus uh, because it was said that the illness the king suffered from could not be cured by the churches of Serenray or Abadar. So the church of Asmodeus was brought in and all sorts of rumors about what they did. Some said blood sacrifices, others said they bargained with demons or stuff like that. But all the thing is, a week later, the king died, so clearly something's wrong there. Other yeah. people think that the leader of the queen's guard has something behind it, because it's said that she's quite close to the queen, and um, lately the king was putting together a harem again, which led to believe that the queen was busy somewhere else in bed. Um, and uh, other, other people are blaming the... Um, what's it? Um, the seneschal of the castle who has gone um, missing during the riots uh, as killing the king and escaping during the mess of it. There, there, and of course there are some people saying the queen it, it's herself, but at the same time the majority of them, um, well... Hardly to say majority, but there's a firm support of the fact that he just died finally of this disease or old age. But the simple fact is they really, the main cause of the riots is they simply don't want her to be the queen right now. Is a primary concern as opposed to any thoughts that she killed him. Right. Right now. So... There's no blame for the brothel at all, then. Hmm? Well, I mean, he slept with dozens of women who obviously does have a career, so nobody blames the hookers? Oh, they have other clients. Okay. 
just I, I mean, again, like, certainly, if you spend enough time looking around, you probably will. But the simple fact is no one has any specific idea or rather from just listening, you can't certainly tell with any truth. There's no official announcement of any assassination attempt. Where's the king plotting me now? <clears throat> uh, diplomacy check? The vast majority suspects there's probably in the castle probably some sort of funeral being held there. Okay. I'm really not seeing a big problem with all this. Well, essentially people have a problem with um, the idea that the taxes they pay are going to be spent on pretty new dresses instead of improving the city. Yeah, that sounds typical. So, that is, does it clean up her ways? I mean, probably not likely, but... Well, it, it's it's true. Certainly no one's going to know what kind of queen she is until she has to step up. Um, but in any event, you guys certainly are friends. My whole thing is the Hell Knight. What is your thing with the Hell Knight? What is your thing with the Hell Knight? It's supposed to excite fear. So people don't mess with them? Uh, make a knowledge local check. Right. Heather, what was that roll for? Oh, that was my diploma check. My thing was being slow again. Ah. All right, Quirrors. You know a little bit about the Hell Knights. There are multiple orders of Hell Knights. They originate, originate from the Cheliax country as well, Cheliax Empire. Um, and essentially, uh, they're, I mean, it comes partly for the fact that they do indeed kind of have a very demonic face on their armor to inspire fear, but they have a complete slavish devotion to the law. Uh, and indeed the domains of hell are very much about law and contract and supremacy over lesser beings and stuff. Um, so basically... They're about the letter of the law and obeying it, and are absolutely brutal in enforcing it. Which like Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay might not be a bad idea of it. Um, <laughs> but basically, the thing is that it's not that they're necessarily evil, so much as they're about enforcing the law, whatever that law may be. If you had a kingdom that was run on a whole bunch of goodly laws and were very lax and stuff, they might not quite be so bad, but they probably wouldn't be in those regions. Um, so, in, in the end, they tend to be very useful for higher service for rulers that need some extra force that they can be sure aren't going to, say, join the looters halfway through or something like that. So that's basically what the Hell Knights are for. Okay. It's, it's not like they're always part of the city, but they have a presence they are authorized to enact the law, and they are regularly, for certain occasions, paid gold to help and assist the Sable Company and City Watch in keeping law and order. Okay. We'll be right back. Um, however, from what you can gather, 
Uh, in this case, the reaction of the, 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 them being hired to quell the riots was essentially the equivalent of a greatsword being drawn out in a tavern brawl. Yeah, that, that was one of my main problems, because you don't just order knights to start settling down a riot. Well, I mean, they do kind of handle things their own way regardless. It's like, you, you don't just tell them, it's like, okay, just, just be nice and gentle. They're like, the law must be enforced! Shink! Yeah, Cass doesn't like how nice, for an obvious reason. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. Well, they would have chopped my head off a bit, you know, a while ago, but yeah, if they fire off you know. So, yeah, I guess you're spending some of your morning talking to the various patrons that enter in the tavern to get some of this information. More or less. Uh, any, any... Should I... I can't talk today. Um, I suppose there wouldn't be anything up the underground in the tavern, would there? Um, not... This is just a regular tavern. Um... Right, so. Yes. And as far as I know, you're not actually officially a Thieves Guild member to pop over there and take a pot peep. Um, but, well, that's uh, fair. So. You, I mean, do you have any plans in particular? You do have quite a few things that would probably be good to sell into raw monies. That's true. Do you have 29 gold pieces? Well, that green doesn't want to work. Um, hmm? Well, I think our first concern, at least Cass and Brunt's concern was when's the next job? So, maybe she could ask around to see if anyone's a merc or anything? Mm. Difficult to say. If you want, you can try a diplomacy check to find a good mark. Or what the climate okay. is like. Almost. Did that wrong? Yes. Yes, he did, I'm afraid. Alright. Um, so as you kind of talk to some friends, you know, the general impression you get that now is a very bad time because the City Watch and the Hell Knights and the Sable Company are on full alert. And while you could possibly get away with some smash and grabs, there's yeah, it's it's not a great time for it. And with the amount of hell nets around, if you are caught, chances are you'll be executed on the streets. Oh, a girl's gotta know first, so. Now, now, now is the best yes. time to cash in what you can and lay low and. 
but we're not the type to lay low. Well, you're well practiced anyway. What? Well, you as a ranger is used to being laying low. Well, yes. Myself as a thief is used to being laying low. Brunt's going the other hand, he sticks out with a sore thumb. No fits. Brunt's thumbs feel fine. Gods are cute. Um, I, I, I meant it's... Uh, See? They wiggle and everything. Uh, out. can do push-up on thumbs. Uh, ah. See? Wow, you sure proved me wrong. Okay, so we have jobs. Nobody hired just yet. The Hell Knights are trying to get the streets back under control. I'm amazed having still up. We learned a little bit about the Queen. Where do we go from here? I guess that's the what did, what did you do? What? What did you do, Drea? <laughs> what did you do? I obviously did something. That is you can't weird. Turn on me. You're 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 all okay. Now you're back to normal. You're you're in weird black and white. Oh, okay. Can you not? Tastes like dark pepper chicken. Sorry about that. Uh, I was changing the bandwidth. Uh huh. And the the second bar changes you to black and white. Does it? That's almost trippy. Okay. Kind is. Uh, then, um, Brunsk seems generally in favor if they can't find a job to sell what they found, and uh, sell what you guys found, and split it up for payday. I concur. Uh, Drake, can you, um, access Jen's list of what we collected last Everyone can access it. It's in your journals, under okay. party loot. I think everyone can access it. Yeah, everyone should be able to. Yep. Uh, where is that? Again, could you remind me? Uh, journal is the middle tab on the right bar. Okay. Hello. Party. Oh, 
Okay. Um. Uh, oh, I'll take the. I'll take a cover of the figures and see what I can get for them. If that's all right with you guys. Why are you don't run off with them? I didn't want to leave a bad impression. There's no reason why you guys can't go together. Obviously, she doesn't want anything to do with us. Okay. I'm not used to working with groups. So what items are you picking and where are you trying to sell them at generally? Uh, I can't read. It's on there. Let's see. Sylvia wanted to keep the brooch, right? Sylvia wanted to keep uh, the crown, I believe, for Newton. Is that the only item? I think so. Hey, Jane? We're trying to sell the item. Yeah, she just said don't sell the crown. Uh, I was rather fascinated with the Kraken statue thing, so I think I could take that. Where is it? I don't see oh, There it is. Are you just going to take these things instead of selling them and dividing them into coins? Okay, uh, here's the thought. Maybe we can find a local jeweler. All right. Is there a local jeweler? Um, Probably the uh, metalsmith. You, you know that there's a place called Gem Share Jewelers in the Midland District of Corvosa. It's, um... A many... It's it's relatively near where you guys are. It's it's buys okay. and sells gems and jewelry and stuff like that. And has a fairly good reputation. Um how many other jewelers are there in there's probably a few others. Um, there, there are, of course, not necessarily places you would be allowed into on site. Um, so, some, well, of, some of the high-end jewelers are very private and discerning clientele. Uh, no, Heather's doing that. Mm. Well, I was thinking that maybe one of them had a 
really good memory and could remember the uh, silver ring we found. Or something. Assuming my miss was not lost in gibberish. Well, I mean, it, it, it strikes you as a good a place as any. Um, others, um, there, there are not necessarily many places that specifically will carry valuables like that, because obviously it's a big risk. It'll be usually things like the goldsmiths and silver silversmiths will make them to order. Instead of keeping a ready stock all the time. Aha. So it could be have been made by any number of right. people who make jewelry. But if you are looking to sell it, there's only a, a smaller number of places like that. Be sure to also get it accurately appraised. With me. So, what? Were well, you you did help the appraisal, right? I did all of the appraisals, but some of them weren't to the best of her ability. But you guys <laughs> don't know that. Well, no, I'm as Andrea telling Heather. But you guys don't know that in character, so you shouldn't yeah, no, be basing your actions off of them. No, I'm basing my actions off of, I'm not an appraiser, I'm a witch. Ah. Uh, so? I know this, don't you belittle me. Rude. <laughs> it's mint chocolate chip. As chaotic as the city is still, I suppose we could... Try to get our objects appraised. All right. So, are you going to head to the jewelers then? I doubt they'll have time for us. I have doubts they have time for us though, but it's shot. Well, I mean, th this is the place where you think you could walk in this gem share jewelers. It's kind of the middle ground, as it were. So, is Kaz just sure. going by herself then? If nobody wants to come with me. Bruins will come with you. He likes looking at the shinies. I'll travel with you guys. Maybe we might hear more word out on the street. Yeah, I'll get Cool. Alright, so. Uh, you had to jump chair jewelers. Um, <laughs> as you kind of walk down the streets on, called Eodred's Walk, um... It's not its usual daily ride of color and activity and such. Uh, many of the performers are unavailable. Stalls are locked up and closed. Many of the biz businesses just seem locked up instead as well. Uh, walking up to the jewelers, however, it does appear to be one of the shops that is open, as well as a good handful of about a half dozen burly armed men standing outside of it. Um... They may not allow all of them. Oh, that looks invited. Do you have uh, business here at the jewelers, miss? We only wish to sell some items. 
And Heather's gone. Uh, well, we'll just be asking that you leave your weapons outside here if you don't mind. Don't want to take any risk with looters or those who think they can get a cheap grab at the owner's goods. Of course, seeing as how the city's been, we will abide by these rules. Right indeed, miss. Mister. Sorry, this is Quirz I'm talking to now. Okay, Quirz is going to start getting really ticked off if he keeps getting called a her. Sorry, I started trying to talk to Kaz, who was leading the party, and then Kaz uh-huh. went elsewhere. Dagnet. <laughs> so Quirz leaves all of his weaponry with the guards. Well, sorry, Kaz's mom tried to interact, so. Kaz, we need to uh, get rid of your hunting there. So, yeah. so the um, the guards outside have asked um, that you guys leave your weapons and stuff outside when you're entering in. Runes kind of grumbles a little bit. He takes his axes off, tries to walk in, and they point to the rest of the weapons on his belt. Cough. Bruce gr- grumbles, takes off his short sword, tries to walk in. They point to the other weapons on his belt. He grumbles, pulls off his maces, tries to walk into the shop. They point to the saps on his belt. He grumbles, takes off the saps, tries to enter in. They point to the long, the short bow on his back. Bruce, all of the weapons. Oh, fine. Bruins takes all of his weapons off and enters in. Sad. Now, will they, will they want uh, the witch to keep her familiar outside? The witch is keeping her familiar it's, outside. It's, well, it's a small little creature, no particular problem with it. It's, it's not like modern days where the people are militant against pets being inside stores. It's just... No, but having a little dinosaur with a shiny crown on his head might well, cause a distraction. Not necessarily. I mean, that might be why you're entering in, to buy more shiny stuff for your lizard, if that's what you're for. You're entering a jewelry shop. Do favor ideas. Who who are they to judge what people buy jewelry for? True. <laughs> to, to, to them, you're just like some strange Perrin Hilton-esque figure. <laughs> I'm sure, but... And you're keeping a little pet around you with jewelry. So, so how many weapons does Cass have? How many weapons are you taking off? 10, right? How many are you hiding? Okay. I had well, I'm hiding six daggers. Alright. Roll a sleight of hand check. Could... Uh, hand out my uh, punchy gear, my sap, and my. <sighs> you know, whenever someone has to choose which weapons they try to hide and which ones they willingly give away, that's something. Okay, Heather, okay. I'm going to need you to roll me a sleight of hand check for the stuff you're hiding. I'm, I'm, I'm doing. They don't notice them. All right. I abide by the law. 
Well, it's not really the law. It's a store. It's a temporary store policy. All I have to leave is my sickle in my sling. And besides, you have your hair to whip back and forth if you really need to. Or my claws. And your claws. Can't very well leave them outside. So, you enter into the store. Ah, hello there. There's a young man, blue blue eyes, blonde hair, good goldsmith's vest on him. How can I help you? What sort well, of business? Well, sir, we have... <clears throat> uh, we, we have come across these uh, artifacts that... Uh, artifacts? Oh, we don't deal in magic or any of that mystical stuff. I'm afraid you're going to have to go to another shop for that. I, I, I use the wrong word. I meant objects. Uh-huh. Uh, a dear friend of ours uh, died recently, and her... Sir, we've come to sell some items. We, we, we kind of need the funds, see, so... Yeah. I, I see. All right. Um, it is jewelry or gems, correct? Well, they're... Right. Uh, we have some jewelry here. <clears throat> All right. And a statue. Well, let's let's see what you have here. And I'll then let me know what you want for it. So what what do you bring up first? Well Cass is more interested in that uh Kraken right. statue, so Right. She she pulls that one out first. Hmm. Not bad. Not really typically what we sell here, but I can see there's some garnets in it. Um, we might be able to keep it and sell it. So what are you kind of looking for? Well all things considered, I'm thinking maybe Would you do two fifty? Yeah, two fifty. That's oh, oh, that's way too much. There, way too much. And I mean, again, this isn't really something that I'm suited for here. If you're looking for that price, you might have to sell this to another person. Fair, fair. Okay. Uh, what about if you just plucked the jewels out? Why would you ruin something like that? I have to say that would probably take away. You'd be looking at quite a less value for that. So you are no longer allowed to be negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm used to spreading things out. I'm sorry. We'll just hold on to this to find until we find someone who's more who's more apt to sell it. What about this uh, cigar case? Ah, oh, again, a little out of it, but I might be able to sell it. Some nice jade pieces we could do something with, if nothing else. What are you asking for it? Would you do 30? No, I'm thinking more around 20. How about 25? 25? Yeah, all right. We'll do 25 for that. All right. I'm already in the party league head there, so you don't have to... Yeah. So, again, so just, yeah, take stuff off and just have a raw gold pile. Okay. It's- Pretty much what I was doing. Yeah, you, you can probably convert your four small pouches and two 
small pouches into raw gold too at this point. He he offers some money changing for free for you guys. So it's ten per gold piece for silver. Yes. Okay, so we have twenty five. Yeah. And that would be for that silver two point five. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> what next? What would you say about this garnet amulet? Hmm. Not bad. A bit gaudy, but I think I could spruce it up a bit and sell it. What are you looking for? Would you go for ninety? Ninety gold. I think that sounds about right. All right. Do you think you could convert this gold ingot? Um, sure. Or would this be- cash, cash it out for you if you'd rather have the gold pieces. Yep. All right. Pieces are easier to split than a bar. Fair enough, fair enough. Your friend had a, well... Diverse group of friends in her will. Usually I just see family, but, um... Alas, she lost everyone right before. Oh, that's a shame, shame. Yes. But I'll I'll be sure to spruce these up, and her her items will go to good people. That's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) Okay, um... Now, this figurine is a little bit of a, uh... Oh! My, what are they doing? I that, couldn't tell you. That, I'm afraid, that's um a, a bit too obscene to carry I in this think- shop. We have young children coming into here, you know. Well, not recently, but I understand. I'll see if we can't find someone. It's just yeah. laughing. She's laughing. That um sounds like something for uh, that place over in Old Corvosa there. We'll have to look into that. Thank you. <laughs> what did you say about this uh, this holy symbol? Oh, we occasionally get um, priests looking for something fancier. I should be able to sell that. What are you looking for? Would you go for two seventy? Um. Yes, I think that sounds fair. Wonderful. Okay, now this brooch, brooch, and it's a little bit of an odd one. I should say so. Was your friend a thief? No, she was a collector <laughs> of sorts. Well, she, she certainly collected it. something special. I really can't buy this, you know. Okay, but could you tell us more about it? Well, I think if you want to get money for it, you should return to the queen. It's hers was stolen quite a while ago. There's a 1,200 gold piece bounty on it. I see. Are you serious? Certainly am. It's not worth my neck to buy this off of you and try to sell it myself. I understand. I was just asking about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let, let's I just say it's a, it's a good thing your friend passed away. Wouldn't want the kind of questions this thing could bring up. No, agreed. I'm glad you told us where it belonged. Looks like and the... Uh, now we know where to return it. The next place we go is the castle. Oh, I wish you luck there. Assuming that Cal Knights let Well, with the brooch, I don't think that they will have a problem. Thank you, sir. I think that this was about all that we've got. All right. Glad doing business for you. Would you, um, anything I could interest you in, perhaps? Maybe. Do you have any sort of golden collars that might match my, uh, my Newton's crown? You know, I, I have some bracelets. I could take a few links off. They should work pr quite well. How much would they be? Well, what are you looking for, miss? Some gold to match what he has? Uh, some green gems, perhaps, to match the coloring there? I'm sorry, I'm assuming Newton has a bit green scale, but it could be whatever. Yes. Kind of green-brown. Um, Got several things for your price range. Let's see. I, I do have a particularly lovely example of an emerald here. Um, bracelet I was pricing at 150 gold pieces. Um, but for you, take a few of those gold links off. I think it could knock it down to 120. Or we're we looking for something more modest. I'm thinking just something plain gold to match the crown. Alright, just a plain gold one? Okay. Then how about this? We can do a few, few links here. Um, he kind of shows you a variety. Some of them look a bit cheaper. Others, they almost like seem to flow into one another. But basically you can spend from like 5 to 20 gold on it. Depending on the quality okay. you're looking for. I'll spend uh, 15. All right. You, you get a very nice looking link. And he says if you ever want to uh, embellish it, he can um, open up one of the links, add another uh, a, a gem piece or something in the bit of it, or maybe a bit of jade or something like that. So he yeah. kind of puts together this little collar of gold. I, I just love the, the most blinged out member of the party, the familiar. Right? Is the dinosaur. I'm a ranger. I'm not supposed to be blinged out. It's true. It's still just funny. And he, he's, he's wearing, like, at this point, several hundred gold pieces worth of bling. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, I, I valued the crown at 231, so... We might as well call him Pimp while we're at it. <laughs> Pimp Newton. Down, down, <laughs> down, 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 down. Okay. Uh, all right, so yes, anything else you wish from him, or are you... No, I'm thinking that we need to go to a, uh, an armory or a, a place that sells weapons so that we can sell some of this weaponry off. All right, there's... I'm keeping the dagger. It's in your thing. It's not in the party loot. I don't. Cass was very defensive about the dagger. All right, there is in fact on the street a place called Slicing Dicers, with a whole bunch of. Their uh, um, place. Items and stuff. It's mostly about the sliced ones, but they'll typically buy other ones and kind of redistribute them amongst other weapon merchants. Okay. Um, before I sell these, is anybody interested in a light crossbow? No. 
Okay, these ten bolts. I have one, so. Cassidus could all probably use those ten bolts. I probably could. Okay. You can take those ten yes. bolts and seven. I will, uh, I will take them. So I would add uh, 17 volts. Oh. Yep. That, is that okay? Is that permissible? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Does anybody want the hand? Uh, 17 and volts to my crossbow. Not many people are proficient with it. It takes... It's uh, okay. Which is kind of weird. What about the uh, adamantine arrowhead? Anybody want that? Yes. Uh, well, if uh, Chorus doesn't have any use for it, I could. It, It'll pimp out one of my arrows for that. It. it might be easy to find a place to just attach it to an arrow and... Um, yeah, okay. I'll adamantine is more or less the hardest substance in the fantasy world. So... Um, Whereas so there are some creatures that have very hard shells or something like that, but this can bypass and just shoot straight through them, more or less. I'll take the uh, adamantine arrowhead. And I think we can assume when you go to the weapon shop, at some point during all this, they'll probably attach it to a single arrow for free. Right. It's like a single <laughs> arrow. It's like one silver or something. Uh, okay. Uh, Quirz is also taking the silver ring. Okay. All right, is anybody, the masterwork shuriken, anybody interested in that? Again, I don't really See, think that's a king knife, right? Uh, a shuriken is something different, and I don't believe anyone is proficient with it. If you were a ninja or a monk, you might be, but no one is. Okay. Um, what is a thunderstone? A thunderstone. It is an alchemical item. Okay, I'll keep that. Okay, do you want me to tell you what it does? Yes. You can throw the stone as a ranged attack with a range increment of 20 feet. When it strikes a hard surface, or is struck hard, it creates a deafening bang that is treated as a sonic attack. Each creature within a 10-foot radius uh, must make a DC-15 fortitude save or be deafened for one hour. A deafened creature, in addition to the obvious effect, takes a minus 4 penalty on initiative and has a 20% chance to miscast and lose any spell with a verbal component that it tries to cast. Okay. So you're hanging on to that? Yes. Okay. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? I don't think I see anything else. Let's go uh, sell the stoof. 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 Let's go sell the stoof. All right. As you're walking down the street, you can hear some chittering and flapping, and you notice above in the air is one of... It, it seems that the riot has cause an occurrence of one of Corvosa's um, known features. Uh, the Academy, the magical wizard school in Corvosa, has as a test of aptitude uh, for its students the summoning of an imp. Unfortunately, 
Many of the students are not very good at this, and therefore Corvosa has very high imp population, small little <laughs> devils that fly around. Uh, however, Corvosa also has a high population of pseudo-dragons, which are very small, cat-sized flying dragons that have a natural affinity for good and like to occasionally bite and tear out at the imps. Currently, as you look overhead, is one of these battles happening here. Imps flying around, ganging up on pseudo-dragons, only for a big crowd of them to go together and slash at them. And unfortunately, during all of this, some of the imps seem to spy you and decide that perhaps they can attack you guys instead of um, uh, pseudo-dragons and get something from it. Wow, rude. So... I'm ready my crossbow. Uh, we're going to go to initiatives as soon as we put some tokens on the board. Can I go ahead and get rid of these keys? You can probably get rid of the keys, yes. I don't know exactly how you guys would have been walking. So you can rearrange yourselves if you wish. But um, these fellows, they literally appear out of thin air as they go at you with the little barbed tails. So they actually get a surprise round on you because they have a natural ability to turn invisible. Wonderful. Awesome. Initiative. That is 20 plus what again? Your initiative bonus. Mine needs to do. I always forget where the. There it is. Okay. Quirs is going on. Ten. Sylvia is on a six. Not what I want. I'm sixteen. Kaznis is a 16. Brunsk gets to go on a 6 after Sylvia. And what are my imps going on? Let me bring up their screen. My iPad locked itself. No! Imps. Uh, A 12. Let's add imps. So, however, they do get their surprise round because, again, they basically disappeared out of thin air, or appeared out of thin air to you guys. And one of them uh, is going to be on each of you. Yes. So, one on Sylvia. One on Quirz. One on Runesk. Hello, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jenny. Yeah. 
One cast. Yes. Okay. Back. Okay. So let's start with uh, the imp attack on Kaz with its stinger. Does <clears throat> 15 hit Kaz's flat Eight. foot? I imagine it does. Flat foot is a 14, so yes. Uh, let me see, let me check. Um, flat foot. Uh, uh, I really don't. Who's was that? Hold on, guys. Okay. Can you just. I'm sorry, guys, but I have to steal her for a minute. Aww. Okay. Yeah. Give me a second. She is kind of. Uh-oh. And then carry to the away. That's not her turn for a couple times, so. So Dre, Dre can mm-hmm. handle the, the stuff for now, I think. So the, it, it stings Kaz for two points of damage. And Kaz can feel a little injection of nasty, burning poison. So... You need to make me a fortitude save. And since you are a dwarf, you do get a plus two bonus on this. Okay. So roll a d20 plus your fortitude save bonus plus two for being a dwarf and you're hardy. My fortitude, which is two, right? Yes. Oh dear. What? What? Um. Okay, that that should have been a plus four because you forgot your bonus. However, that is still too low. You, you, feel, you feel it numbing your nerves and your muscles relaxing, and you don't quite feel as dexterous. So you're actually taking two points of dexterity damage. So this isn't hit point damage. On your character sheet, go to your dex score, and you see that temp score beside it? Yes? Minus two, right? Uh, well, type 16 instead. My tablet does not like to cooperate with me. It can be a bit tricky. And the poison stays in the system. It is nasty. So... That uh, lowers your dexterity, and it lowers everything that keys off your dexterity. So right now, when you're making attack rolls, because you have weapon finesse, so you use your dexterity bonus to add to your attack rolls, you are actually taking a minus one penalty, because your dex modifier is plus three instead of its regular plus four. Got it? Okay. Okay. 
So now the imp attack on Brunsk. Uh, eight. Mrs. Brunsk on Quirz. Ooh, that's a hit to Quirz. So Quirz takes four points of damage, and you also make me a fortitude save. You are fine, however. You fight off the poison. Uh, what? How much did I lose? Four points of damage. So, Heather, are, are you um keeping track of your hit points? Uh, on... I can't change. Hey, I can't change my hit points. I'm clicking the number, but it's not doing anything. Really? Yes. Okay. I I remember. Then I will change it for you. Let me let me just check. Okay, I have to do that for me too. Okay. You took two points, right? All right, and then the attack on Sylvia, which is yes, a hit as well. For four points for her. Ah, yes, I'm still here. And Sylvia needs to make a fortitude save as well. Uh, um, uh... That's not good. So Sylvia takes one point of dexterity damage. So again, in her temporary dexterity column, what? Heather, we lost the Heather. All right, temporary dexterity. How much does she lose? One. Uh, she goes one. So instead of the twelve, put eleven in the temp score column. All right. And I'm now in awkward spot where two of my players are missing. There we go. You're back. Yay. <laughs> and it is Kaz's turn as well. Right. Get the thing loaded back up. Got hit. Yeah, and you got one point of dexterity. You're poisoned. Oh, yes, you're poisoned. Oh, and I have pictures for these guys before I forget. I think. Yes. Imps look like this. Like your mom. That tail, though. Yes, yeah. they're, they're stinging you with their tails. So, Kaz's turn. What is Kaz going to do? Actually, kind of adorable. Well, I'm thinking she wants to get her crossbow out. Um, they but are, they I've, are, I've already called that thing started, so... They they are right in front of you. You can reach them. I think I called it. I'm not sure if anybody heard me. What? Sorry, what was that? Daggers. Daggers, yes. 
You, you can reach them with your melee weapon. <laughs> and you do have that masterwork, Dagger. I can't see the map. You can't see the map? Give it a chance to load. I know. Well, might as well. No, I I found it. Never mind. I found it. Okay, I'll uh, I'll try out my my master dagger. Okay. Spasm on the This is a bad day for technical difficulties on Heather's computer. I'm going to make this still a light weapon or something. I tried looking at the, the masterwork dagger earlier and I didn't get anything useful. I'm, I'm not sure what you mean. It's just like What did you hear? You, you said you tried looking at earlier and you didn't get anything useful? Uh, the master dagger. Because I'm it's not simple. Are you having trouble getting the program to roll for you? I'm, I'm, no. Um. What is problem? Do you just need me to roll for oh. you? Just, just give me a minute. Okay. Okay, for the Master Dagger, you told me that it's plus six plus my attack bonus, right? No. It is... No. It is a total of plus six. It is what your regular dagger would be, plus one. So your attack okay. with a regular dagger when it's a five, your masterwork dagger is a plus six. Okay. All right. That being said, it is one less right now because you have some slight dexterity damage. So that's actually a 20, right. but that still hits. So roll the damage with the dagger. Just regular dagger damage. All right. Well, that's not impressive. You strike at it, and your dagger doesn't pierce the otherworldly creature's tough 
skin. Uh, oh, shit. I also need you to make up another poison save at the end of your turn here. So another fortitude save. Correct. Okay, so... Ah. But your natural dwarven resistance kicks in and you... Well, you don't feel better. You eliminate the poison from your system. The the imps smile evilly as they stick and dart their barbed tails out again at the, at the party. So Kaz is missed. Brunsk uh, is missed. Quirs is hit. For three points of damage, and make me a save against a fortitude save against poison. My and that is enough to resist the poison's effect. And Sylvia is missed, thankfully enough. Uh, so sorry. Uh, I, uh, Dre was having a tough time adjusting the hit points. Are you able to do that, Jen? Or No. Which is... I... That is weird. Everyone should be able to do it. It's probably our computers. Yeah, you guys keep glitching out on us. Oh, no. I, I did this. Okay, now you can do it. I don't know why it keeps doing this. Okay, but you should you should be able to do it now. Got it. All right. I just so, changed it. Uh, that was the imp's turn. Next up is Quirs. I'm going to try to. Can I try to hit him with my longbow? <laughs> I'm probably not now. Let's go with my War Razor. Uh, what you can do is, um, as a free action, if you if you aren't doing any other movements, you can take a five foot movement that is completely safe, doesn't provoke or anything. It's called a five foot step. Or since these guys are tiny creatures and they can't really threaten an area around them, you can just move back and try and shoot at one. Well, it's just that they're, they're also their friends and such. I'll do that, though. I'll step back and shoot one. But again, you, you, you took that precise shot feet, so you're fine. Is that, you're right. Ooh. So, which one would you like but to shoot? D20. I'm going to do... Can I do my deadly aim? Yes. I need to know which one you're firing at, however. At the one that had been hitting me. Okay. Um, that is unfortunately a miss, however. They are quite okay. small and agile oh, that's flyers. Uh, no, you don't have to save. You weren't poisoned. Uh, okay. 
Sylvia was poisoned. Yeah. Awkward. So, Sylvia, what will okay. you be doing? I'm going to be using my claws. Very good. Right. So, again, you can get your two attacks. Huh. Neither of those hit, I'm afraid. And the poison continues to burn through your veins. Make me a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Okay, do I, did I just lose a hit point? Uh, did you make... Did, did it, I don't see another roll. Okay. Do you guys see another roll? I, I need you to make a fortitude save. Okay, that's what I was asking. Okay, so now you, you fail, so the poison continues to numb your nerves, and you take another two points, not of hit point damage, but dexterity damage. So on your character sheet, uh, you can okay. you should see Drea already did a little bit. Yeah. There's a temp score. Uh, it. Reduce it by another two. Probably not. I believe that sounds right as your body's slowly kind of numbing and paralyzing. <coughs> Brunsk whips out his axes and is going to be attacking the one on his spot. He hits. Can he damage it? His axe bounces off the creature and it giggles as it flaps. Kaznis. I'm starting to think they have special kind of armor. Do we still have that um full of silvery stuff that pierces through other stuff? Uh, okay, they're just tiny. Someone <laughs> has that. Uh, act- okay, does anyone have knowledge planes? I don't think so, but I'm asking. I don't. Okay. Unfortunately, you don't know much. Dad, do you ever have that knowledge in planes? I don't have any ranks in it, but I've got a plus uh, four. You, you, need, you need the rank. This is one of those things where um, the DC is higher than 10 to figure out what they are and what they do. Okay. So this is... But yes, unfortunately, you don't know. But they're just otherworldly creatures, which have a reputation of being tough. Uh, so yes, Kaznis. Um, so who would carry... So again, so here's what I was talking about, about how if you want something, it needs to be on someone's sheet, otherwise you can't use it. The Silver Sheen stuff, uh-huh. is that on someone's specific sheet or not? Mine? Well, not on the character sheet, but it is in my... Well, your, little... your inventory, yes. Is yeah. As long as you know who has it. I do. Um, so, someone does have it. Whether or not it's helpful, you don't know. Well, it was just a thought. It's fair. It's fair. It might indeed be helpful. But, unfortunately, no one has the knowledge to understand it or not. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so it is Kaz's turn. What would you like to do? I'll just... I'd like to stab it again. You can certainly try and stab it again. Um, that is a crit threat. Roll the same thing again. Uh, 
it is, it is unfortunately not confirmed. Uh, so roll your damage. A 10 does not confirm it. Hey, you actually caused a little cut on yours. A little tiny cut. Just but a flesh wound. <laughs> All right, and at this point, swooping out from a successful battle are six pseudo dragons coming towards your imps. Oh, thank God. Uh, just let me. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, they usually go after imps, so okay. Knowledge Arcana? To learn about pseudo-dragons? I do have that. You can roll it. See what you know about pseudo-dragons. You don't know much, unfortunately. But you know enough that they're not going to hurt us. They are tiny dragons. However, they do have a typical alignment of being neutral good. And indeed, okay. therefore, not liking the imps much. So, let's see here. Uh, I need to add their initiative. Pseudo dragons. Swoop down, we'll put two by Kaz's imp. Two by Brunsk imp. And two on... Ah, that's not what I want at all. Sorry, you guys couldn't see that. Sometimes when I'm moving them, I actually stretch the image instead of moving them, and it looks weird. And two of them on Sylvia's imp. Where's his imp? It's just done so well. And I'm going to show you a picture, and then I'm going to roll their little claw attacks. Pseudo-dragons. They're mean-looking things, but they're quite friendly. I want to keep one. Newton wants to be one. So, yeah. We have claw one on Kaz's is a miss. Claw two on Kaz's is a miss. Claw one on Brunsk is a hit. Claw two on Brunsk is another hit. So that one is... Oh, sorry. These are Stings. Ooh, they really can't only do one point damage, can they? This is weird. Ah, but they can poison them. Excellent. So a few scratches appear on the one above Brunsk. And... Let's see. What's an imp save like? And the 
imp in Brunsk Square falls to the ground asleep. Uh, the ones on Sylvia is a successful sting and a potential critical sting, which confirms. What did I roll for her? Uh, nope. This is for the imp on your square, which has currently been stung rather badly. And falls asleep from the poison in the pseudo dragon tails. So the imp in Brunsk Square and Sylvia Square have just fallen to the ground snoozing. Uh, the imp on Kaz's square, however, uh, is going to, um, flap slightly away and disappears as it turns invisible. Oh, crap. <laughs> While the other one is going to flap into Quirr's space and is going to try and sting him. A 17 seems like a miss, however. Okay. Yeah, I think so. My AC is 18. Quarter's turn. I'm going to try... Uh, I'm going to step back and then shoot at the damn imp again. Okay. Plus six. Nope. You miss, unfortunately. Sylvia. Nope. You have a sleeping imp at your feet. I am attacking that one. Okay, so what you can do is, again, called a coup de gras. Um, it's basically a full round action, uh, but you assume that you made a successful critical. That I what? That you made a successful critical. Okay, so do I roll another 20 just to make sure? No, no. It's assumed that you made it and you confirmed it. Uh, this would be dangerous if you had other enemies threatening you, but you just have a sleeping imp on the ground. Okay. So you can roll damage um, uh, basically twice uh, and apply it all at once. Okay, so I roll two 1d4s? Minus one, yes. Excuse me. So do I put it two 1d4s, or two d4s minus one? Minus two. You, you have to double the modifier as well. That's what I was asking. All right. Uh, unfortunately, their otherworldly skin is so hard, even when you have a clean shot, it doesn't even touch him. Fortunately, however, because it doesn't really touch him, he stays asleep, not being in now, danger. Do I, no, I, do I roll it again for my other attack? No, it's a full round action to do it once. Okay. Uh, it's usually a lot more useful when you have a weapon like Brunsk. Brunsk uses his axes. Instead of doing times two, they do times three damage. So Brunsk is going to likewise do a coup de gras on the imp in his square. Okay. So he's rolling 3d6 
plus 12 for lots of damage. <laughs> that um, definitely... Yeah. So he slams his axe right into the imp's body and it kind of disappears as it returns back to its regular plane. Kaznis. Your imp has disappeared. Can I do a perception? Um, you can. But However, can it I is extremely difficult. Extremely difficult. There is a sleeping one at Sylvia's feet and a live one flapping in front of Cora's as well. Okay, so... So what is Kaznis going to do against these flying devils? I'll move around Brunsk. Okay. And, uh... I'll help with his imp, if I can. Okay. You can attack it. Since it's still conscious of what not. D twenty plus two, right? Oh wait, plus six. Oh. Technically plus five because you are dex damaged, but Dang it! I forgot So that's a twelve for me. Yes. Unfortunately, this one is very awake and lively and not easily hit. Pseudo dragons. Uh the two by Sylvia's Pick the thing up, fly it to your nearby silver steeple post thing, and impale it on it. And it kind of disappears back to its regular plane. Uh, the two by Brunsk are going to uh, go to the one by Quirz. And oh, but I need more of these gnats. These are pseudo dragons. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the ants. Nope. Sting. Uh, oh, that sting will hit for a bit of damage. And can the imp resist falling asleep? No, it can't. The hmm? imp in front of Quirz falls asleep. <laughs> the other two uh, fly off into the air in pursuit of the retreating invisible demon. Uh, and there are no imps that are awake to act for you guys. Quirrs. You have a sleeping imp on the ground in front of you. Um, can I go over there and just thump on it? Um, you can. However, from what you've seen, that might not actually kill it. It has very weird, tough skin. Or how about, can I try and toss it to a pseudo-dragon, since it's asleep? You can. They'll, they'll probably pick it up next turn anyway. 
Well, yeah, but... It'd be so cool if it, you know, if he could okay. just toss it. All right. You, you, you pick it up as it's dozing and toss to some pseudo-dragons who proceed to impale it on another silver spike. There you go. <laughs> Next time, I am going to go get silver tip bullet tip. Uh, arrow tip. Dang it. The pseudo-dragons chirp to you and fly back into the aerial combat. Oh, that was fun. Alright. And you guys are heading to the weapon shop. Fine. So... The weapon shop also has some guards. However, these ones appear to be perhaps just loyal customers that enjoy a chance to use some of the sharp weapons available here. That's the slicing dicers. Hello. Ah, good eye there. How are you doing? Oh, you look like a couple of folks who could use some new swords, I tell you. Perfect thing to have in case you're cornered by rioters or hell knights. Or- well, it's true. Um, we've actually got some weapons that we need to get off of our hands and probably buy. Alright. What do you have to sell? Uh, first off, we have this... It's a regular dagger. Alright. So you just want me to buy this? If you wouldn't mind, sir. How about a gold piece? Works for me. Gets it off my hands and into your... sale. Alright, I'm almost running out of stock things being the way they are. Ha ha ha! Understood. Um, what do you... What say you about this light crossbow? Ah, it's not really my thing, but you know what? Baggers can't be chosers. I've got empty space on my shelves. Let's say, ah, uh, 15 gold? Works for me. Okay, now I've got two masterwork items here. Oh, what do we got then? Well, I'm sure if you'd be interested, one's a, yeah, sure, and the other is a hand crossbow. Oh, shuriken, I love those little things. They make beautiful displays on the wall. Can't get enough of them. Oh, let's say this little beaut here. How about I'll give you 30 gold for it? Again, takes it out of my my hands and into yours. Sold. Alright. Wow. And then the hand crossbow's next? Yep. Alright, let's see here. Not bad. Bit on the small side, but real excellent work here. Uh, how about we call it 200 gold? Works for me. Again, I thank you a lot. No problem. Anything I can interest you in? I still got some magic items, uh, yeah, that, uh, magic weapons, I should say, that people haven't been able to afford. And you look like you're just coming to some money, eh? Indeed I have. Let's see. What items do you have? He mostly stocks things like 
as the name implies, slashing type things. Swords, daggers, knives, all manner of bladed weapons um, and tools. Give me a second, I'm trying to that, that, add up all the tools. That being said, um, starting prices for magic weapons are in like around the 2,000 coin range. So, while you well, can... It's just so not us. Uh, however, you could easily buy a, a masterwork version of something you have, if you wish. And if it's not a weapon he carries, he can certainly point you towards some reputable um, artisans that create those kind of bludgeoning and piercing type weapons. But he really likes the bladed ones. That just looks so cool, you know? That's something you can hang on the wall, and it looks real sharp. You get what I said? It looks real sharp. <laughs> I like this guy. Okay. Um, I myself don't need any new weapons. I mean, I'm mostly using magics. Okay. You, uh, you got any improved punching daggers in your arsenal? I'll certainly have a master one. Might be even a couple magical ones if I look deep into the vault. How much is your uh, master punching dagger then? Uh, Flat 300 gold pieces. 300. Um, I just did all of the gold stuff. I added it all together. And we got 758 gold pieces to separate between the four of us. That's about 189.5. And of course you you do know that there is a a bounty that you can hopefully get soon. I'm sorry? There is a Bounty, or uh, uh, reward, I should say, for the brooch. Yeah. Um, well, we haven't gotten rid of it, so I didn't put it in. It's true, it's true. Um, but yes, you just might consider coming back later when you have more money. Un- un- unfortunately, yes. You, yeah. you guys are a bit... Be back. Still a bit light on your gold pieces. Um, I'm still wondering, uh, something silver at least. Oh, oh yes, yes, you could just buy silver. Uh, what would you like to buy in silver, then? I'm sorry, this is out of character and out of game. I want to buy a silver rod to beat things with. <laughs> a silver rod? Like a bottom of a stick. <laughs> All right. He doesn't carry one himself, but he'll easily be able to point you in the direction. Um, no, that's out of game. Oh, okay. Because those damn bastards! I'm not getting some reference, I think. Because uh, uh, silver is such a pure substance that it repels things on hold. Obviously, the silver could pierce those damn beings. Silver is one of those. There, there are two special types. Or sorry, three, I should say. There is silver, there is cold iron, and there is adamantine. Uh, adamantine is just to pierce through things that are just that hard. 
Silver are some supernatural creatures. Cold iron are other supernatural-ish creatures. Okay. So if you wish, he certainly has um, weapons in different How metal much? types. How much would the adamantine cost? Adamantine is expensive. I think. Let's get this birch thing done so we can come back, boys. Right? Okay. So, you're done here and heading towards Castle Corvosa, then? Indeed. Um, however, unfortunately, I'm done for the night. Oh. I know. I know. I'm a woods. Oh. I accept this character trait of mine, but my legs are aching and I'm getting restless. Okay, okay. So then let me just do a quick little bit of experience here for imps. Sorry to you. I'm sorry to anybody listening. Oh, it's fine. Sorry to have his mom. I was a little hoping that we could get through the castle tonight, but that's fine. So It's 9 o'clock, dude. I'm dying. Okay, okay, okay. It's fine. Hey, so, I waited about four hours. Huh? Uh, well, the bugs are like three... 3.5, but, you know. Oh, it's, it's good. It's good. It's very good. So, uh, you, you, you're you only getting experience for two imps because the pseudo-dragons did kind of fly in to save you guys. Yeah. But for those two imps, you're getting a total of 1,200. So that is 300 experience each. Damn. Well, we're not 1,600. Alright, and yeah, I think that's everything, so we can just say goodbye to listeners. Yes. Bye! <laughs> See ya! Bye! Bye.